This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We just want to welcome you this morning to our in-person as well as our live stream service here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. Uh, for those who are watching on live stream, we praise God uh, for you today. And please make sure that you reach out to your friends and family. Uh, send them over our Facebook page for Second Baptist Church of Doylestown or send them to our website at sbcod.org. And if you're contemplating coming in this morning, come on in. Amen. The Lord woke you up for a reason and he wants you to be here in the house of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says in First Chronicles 16, 8 to 10, give thanks unto the Lord and to call upon his name and to make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing songs and psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wonderful works. Glory ye in his holy name and let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Come on, let's stand this morning. Those of you who are here in person, amen. And let's worship the Lord in song. To worship you, Lord God, I live.
Let's give the Lord some praise. Rosanna, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Are you glad that the Lord woke you up this morning and started you on your way? What a mighty God that we serve with every head bowed. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord, for touching us with the finger of love, placing it to us the breath of life this morning, Lord. And so, God, we just want to say thank you this morning. We thank Lord God, for this opportunity to once again be in the house of the Lord. And we pray, God, that you would be with us now, Lord, and still in us a spirit of explanation and acclamation, God, as we lift up your name on high. Lord, we just want to say thank you for your son, Jesus for his shed blood on Calvary's cross yes, and for paying Lord. our sin debts in full. Yes. And so, God, we ask that your anointing fall fresh upon us on this morning, Lord, that every song that is sung, that every prayer that is prayed for preached word today for Reverend Jackson, Lord God, we just ask that you would just bless and anoint him yes. as he comes yes, forward yes. this morning to break for us the bread of life. And so, God, we just want to give you praise. We want to bless your name and give you the honor that you alone deserve. And so, Lord, bless each home that is represented here today, Lord God. Bless those who are already here. Bless those that are on their way. Bless those that could not come, Lord God. For those who are watching by live stream, Lord God, we just lift up your name on high and give you the praise. For we ask these blessings, God, on this morning. In the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, let the church say, Amen. Amen. If you remain standing with us for our responsive reading. This morning, amen. A responsive reading this morning is about Christian commitment. So this certainly hits home for each and every one of us. And if we'll read responsively, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is of your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity, he that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation, now pour that which is evil, and cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, 
fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continually instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of the saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. To recompense to no man evil for evil. To provide things honest in the sight of all men. And together, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, Live peaceably with all men. Amen. Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. as we sing our congregational hymn, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine.
that's one of those, you may be seated, that's one of those oldies, but it's a goodie, amen. I remember as a young boy, my mother's up in the choir singing that song, amen. Looking down to, to check on me and my brother and make sure we weren't acting up in the back of the church, <laughs> amen. Seeing if the ushers were pulling on our ear, telling us to be quiet and all of that. And so uh, just thank God. You know what? I thank God that my parents made me go to church. Anybody glad, amen, that your parents made you go to church? Amen. We are blessed as a result of it. Uh, we're going to have our welcome this morning. We're going to ask the brother Martin Pettigo if he comes and gives us our welcome this morning. Amen. Let's welcome amen. Brother Martin. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning to you all. And then good morning to our brothers and sisters who are watching us online. I was in Ghana recently, and I still fellowship with the church, even though I was in Ghana. So it tells us that most of us are watching it online. And then I also like to say that um, thank you all brothers and sisters all over the world, those who are in Ghana who are watching us right now. This is Second Baptist, this is Second Baptist Church in the United States, Pennsylvania. And I know there are others who are, are with us this morning for the first time. And if you are here and you are fellowship with us this morning for the first time, I just want to say good morning and you are welcome. And if you are also listening to us or watching this program online for the first time, I just want to say good morning to you and you are also welcome. Um, we are very pleased that you, are, you have chosen to worship with us today. And we hope that your time with us this very moment will be a blessing to you. We are also saying that as you watch us online or watch this program online, you can also help us by sharing the program to your families, friends, etc. It's not a matter of just going on your phone and then just share the program. Because the Bible says that anyone that evangelizes is wise. If you just share the program, um, you are helping your brother. You are sending the message to the other side of the world in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, we have a saying in this church that um, if you are here for the first time, then you are a guest or a visitor. But for the second time, then you are a family. Ladies and gentlemen, pastor, thank you so much. I take my leave. Martin, Brother Martin advised me uh, prior to the service that he said, uh, Pastor, there uh, um, we have a lot of people uh, watching the service over in Ghana. And so we are certainly uh, pleased. And for those who are watching, I know it's around 4 p.m. over there. So praise God. We know that you've gotten your service in already, but we thank you for joining with us for today. Amen. As uh, Brother Martin was mentioning uh, for we here at Second Baptist Church, we are blessed because our church theme is that we are together in Christ. And so just thanking God for all his blessings. I see Sister Pat Boyd is with us this morning. God bless you, Sister Boyd. That's good to see you. Amen. Your daughter got a big smile on her face. They got her mama right there beside her. That's a beautiful thing. I um, shared with uh, many. Anytime, if anybody still has their, their parents, 
that are alive and, and around. I'm telling you, that is a huge blessing. I, I wish mine was still here, uh, so I don't take it for granted. So I just say to you, all you children, love your parents. Take good care of them, amen? Love them and take good care of them. Um, we uh, have our CCH uh, third session today, and Sister Joan Toller is here, is going to share with us on our CCH, our Christ and Cultural Humility program. Thank you, Pastor. Good morning, church family. Good to be here. A lot of liquid sunshine yesterday. I hope you enjoyed it from the inside of your home and not the outside. I actually had a little bit of both. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, just th praising God this morning, you know, thanking him for again waking us up this morning for a brand new day, uh, for allowing all of us to come together on one accord um, in order to um, lift up the name of Jesus and just praise him one more time. It just brings joy to my heart. Um, and I want to thank Pastor again, you know, for bringing this vision to our church with the Christ and Culture Humility Program, because if it was not for him, we would not be on this journey. So I thank God for giving him the vision and for him to saying, okay, church, we're going to do this. Amen. So I always thank him for that. Uh, C.S. Lewis, some of you may know C.S. Lewis in writings, um, his statement, and it's a statement that we have in our CCH brochure, it says, humility is not thinking less of yourself, it is thinking of yourself less. So practice uh, humility by intentionally knowing ourselves more deeply while thinking of others more often. So church, this is part of the journey that we're on with this uh, Christ and Cultural Humility. Today is our third session. It's the fourth time that we've come together and met as a group to talk about what is humility, how we can uh, learn and, and learn each other more and tell each other stories and you know, just practice what the Lord wants us to practice and getting to know each other better. So if you were not able to come out to um, fellowship with us um, in January, actually. We met again in March and today. Come out today. It, you, it's not a prerequisite that you had to have been here for the others. Uh, come out today. This is a very interactive session that we have planned. Um, we do have a light lunch planned as, as well. We do have a fun time talking, learning about each other. So um, this isn't the end, even though it's the last session that we're going to do uh, right now, it's not the last last session. We're planning things monthly so that we can get together and just love on each other and support each other and uh, look deeper into the Bible to see exactly the things that Christ did that he wanted us to do in our walk. So uh, please come out if, if you have an extra 90 minutes that you want to fellowship with your family church. We would love to have you. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. We uh, want to thank Sister Toller for sharing that information and just to let you know, this is going to take place right after service, you know, today. And so we uh, pray that you will just uh, spend a little time with us that we have that opportunity, as was said, to get to know one another. There's a couple of dates that we want you to put on your Save to Date uh, calendar uh, coming up, and that is the Women's Ministry have a, has a book club uh, meeting with uh, an author who we had here. Robin Johnson uh, in February, and that is going to take place on Saturday, May the 12th at 12, or May 13th 
at 12 o'clock uh, p.m. Uh, and then also our Second Baptist Church at Doolestown Golf Outing, our Jimmy Jones Memorial, a classic that we have is going to take place on Friday, August the 25th. So please make sure that you uh, get your foursomes and all together, and we're going to have a great time. That is uh, our largest fundraiser that we have here at the church, and God continues to bless in a special way. Now, everyone knows that on next Sunday, we are going to be worshiping with Doylestown Presbyterian Church uh, at their location there in Doylestown. So uh, that information is in your e-blast. It's on the website, uh, Facebook page. Uh, and so we are asking that everybody meet there for 1030 a.m. service. Uh, there's a map that we have that uh, uh, probably has already been in our e-blast and uh, you can get it on our website uh, or Facebook page as well. So they have a specific parking uh, for us. And so we are excited. I will be preaching uh, that service. Our backbench boys will be joining uh, us on that particular day. So we would ask that you make sure that you come out. You know, they came to us in November and they may have showed up with about 200 people. And so we need to make sure that we show up and, you know, I'm going to say it, let's show up on time as well. Amen. Uh, to make sure I did tell the ushers to save a little space <laughs> in case, but let's do our very best. Amen as we honor the Lord and just have a great time of fellowship. <clears throat> we have been meeting with their church through our, our uh, CCH, our Christ and Cultural Humility Group, and their Matthew 25 group, uh, where we have come together and uh, have learned to love one another and to share with one another as well. Also, for the second Sunday in June is going to be our Youth Scholarship Sunday. Uh, we're asking parents to make sure if you have children that are graduating from high school or college or if you're in college yourself or graduating, uh, please make sure that you submit an application. They need to be in by the end of May. So make sure that you uh, impress upon your young people to make sure that they get their application. That we have money to bless them. We want to bless them. So uh, make sure that the children fill them out. If they don't, the parents, you've got to do what you've got to do. I know you'll help them to fill that out so that we may be able to take care of that. Mother's Day is coming up, uh, and we have a special Mother's Day breakfast that is scheduled on Sunday, May the 14th at 9 o'clock a.m., and then following that is our special Mother's Day service at 10.30 a.m. Our men are going to be helping with the breakfast, amen, as we uh, bless the uh, mothers for that day. So uh, uh, Brother Terry uh, Bussey, I don't see him here today, but uh, so uh, since Terry's not here, he's getting the assignment, amen. He's going to be in charge. So uh, just see Brother Terry uh, for the Mother's Day breakfast. It is an opportunity now for us to be able to give back to the Lord. For those of you who are in person, we have an offertory box that is located in the back of the church. And so before you leave today, we would ask that you would please, uh, you know, place your tithes and offerings there. For those of you who are watching by live stream, that uh, while you're online, you can certainly click on our giving button there, a tithely giving button that's located right there on the church website. You can submit your tithes and your offerings there. So we're just thanking God for all of his blessings. Those of you who would like to mail in your tithes and offerings, that is fine as well. Listen, we serve a mighty good God, an awesome God, and has provided for us all this time. So let's, as the song says, we can't beat God given. No matter how hard we try, I don't know how hard we're trying anyway, to be honest with you. But uh, we cannot beat God giving. 
So God has blessed us and everything we have, it belongs to him. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to give and to give back to you. Thank you, Lord God, for all of your blessings, for your grace and for your mercy. We ask, God, that the tithes that are received today, the offerings that are received today, Lord God, that uh, we will be good stewards of them and that we will use them to build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. We ask that you continue to bless those that gave, bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And, Lord God, we know that everything we have, it certainly, truly belongs to you. So we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray that the church say, amen. Amen. Let's welcome our sanctuary choir as they come. Amen. That's all before you, you get them started. Amen. Uh, Reverend Jackson mentioned that, uh, Pastor, we have uh, birthdays that we need to celebrate for today. So as the choir is up here, they're going to sing happy birthday uh, for you. So uh, for those who are celebrating the birthday in April, we thank God for them. If you're here this morning and you have an April birthday, why don't you stand? Amen. All of our April birthdays. Amen. As we sing, happy birthday. acknowledge any wedding anniversaries that we have for each month and so for the month of April amen uh, you see a, a photo of sister Hamlin and I and she looks so happy in that picture <laughs> as we celebrate 46 wonderful years amen and we also want to uh, congratulate uh, Kyle and Connie Peace uh, as well amen on uh, 25 years. Amen. So we say thank the Lord for all of his blessings. Happy wedding anniversary to you. Amen.
Father, we come before you this morning in the name of Jesus. Looking to the hill from where cometh our help. Thanking you, O oh God, for everything and all things. We ask you to bless our pastors this morning. Bless his family. Bless our congregation and their families. Bless this community and those that are watching from abroad. There's a song say, I'm going up the rough side of the mountain. Yet I know who's on my side. When I'm down in the valley, I know who walks through the valley with me. When I'm driving down the highway, I can feel him all over me. That's how I know who Jesus is. None of what I've had, none of what I'm going to get comes from me, but it comes from him. Just want you to know today, church, that if you believe that God can do whatever he said he would do, he will. For he said, ask and you shall receive. Today, I'm asking you, church, in this prayer, to let's concentrate on God's ability and not our ability. Amen. Let God do what, he, what God does best and then follow his, his lead. This morning, I thank God for another day because every time I turn the TV on, shoot and stab and drown and carjacking, I told my wife, I can't even watch the news, but as soon as the weather's off, I turn it off. I don't want to see anymore. Amen. I know that's part of the world. And the Bible tells us to be in the world, but not of the world. And we need to know what's going on in our community. Just a couple nights ago, two blocks away, a man was shot. I said, in Lansdale? And killed. And the other one went to the hospital. So none of us are out of harm's way Amen. when it comes to this foolishness that's going on in the world today. Amen. But there is one person who's in control of all things. Yes, yes. And the world needs to stop worrying about their finances, their big houses, their fancy jobs, and start praying together. Amen. Amen. Asking Amen. God to intercede today yes. because yes. we need him. Yes, we, do. we need you, Lord. We need you to come in yes, right now, Lord God, and touch hearts and minds and a gun control they're talking about. Talk to the people who got the gun and selling the gun. You're telling us, but tell them. Yes. You got people in control making these decisions. Yes. They're not getting hit like us. And they won't know it until it hit them close at home like us. Yes. Lord, we ask today, bless us. Give us the courage. Give us the knowledge to understand that you are and always will be in control. For I praise God for who he is. I heard pastor say, I'm glad my parents made me go to church. Well, I made them go to church until I was about 16. And then they had to whip me to get me back in the church. But you know what? I'm glad because I learned from both being there and not being there. And I realized that I need God. You need God. We all need God. We need him today, church. We need to get down on our knees, whether it be here, home, or wherever, and ask God to come on in and help us through this. COVID thought has had us, but God beat that. Yes, Lord. 
still going, but he's got control of it. People are fighting over in the Ukraine and going on, but you know what? God's in control still. God's in control. And the word said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if you got God in you, all you got to do is wait on him, talk to him, trust him, believe him. But God is able and he's willing. So we pray this prayer in Jesus' name this morning. Ask you, Lord, for some guidance, some leadership, some understanding that all this must come until the end comes. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen.
morning, church. My father is rich in houses and lands. He holds the power in his hands. What a mighty God we serve. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time. If you're here in church right now, I hope you can feel the Holy Spirit rise up and on you today. By a show of hands, how many people know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are saved? Amen. I ask that question because that's going to be my prayer to start this day that not one person, I don't care if you're here at church, if you're driving in your car, if you're in Ghana, I don't care, you're going to be saved today through the gift and the power of the Holy Spirit because my, my father's got power. He can do it. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If it be my will and you don't think that's his will to save you, he sent his only begotten son. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we again thank you for another opportunity to say amen. Another chance to give you praise that you so richly deserve. Another opportunity, dear Lord, to let go of self and let you take full control. We thank you, dear Lord. I thank you for the pastor of this church. For all that he's done, dear Lord, to, to solidify and, and give, give balance to, to all that we are trying to accomplish here at church, dear Lord. Thank you. Hasn't been easy. been an uphill road. But it's been well worth the ride. Thank you for the musicians, dear Lord, who have been gifted. That was a, a choir of four people. It sounded like 50. That's the spirit of God. Thank you for the prayers that have been rendered already. We thank you for those who are just joining us for the first time. May haven't been in church for a long time. May this be the day they find Jesus in their hearts. Pray that not one person leave this place unsaved. It's time for thy servant, your son, to step down and for you to take full control. I need you. I need you, I need you to be Lord of my life. Use me as a willing vessel. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Are you sure you know the way home? This was a simple question. Didn't have any hidden meaning to it. Are you sure, Pastor, do you know the way home? See, several years ago, we were leaving my sister-in-law's house in the Bronx. And the map said, follow the Cross Bronx Expressway south. Cross the George Washington Bridge. Get on the New Jersey Turnpike south. Take the Jersey Turnpike south until you reach exit 6, which is the Pennsylvania Turnpike. From there, go to exit 27, Willow Grove, Doylestown. From there, home free. Simple enough. Just follow the signs, David. We said our goodbyes, got a full tank of gas, and we were on our way. Priscilla, 
our infant daughter, Naomi. Raise your hand, Naomi. Let them know you were in the car, too. This was before Josh was born, your younger brother, and me. The day was clear. The weather was fair. A perfect day for a drive. Now, you're sure you know the way home, said Priscilla. Sure, no problem, I said. I got this. Good. I'm going to take a nap. From there, Deacon, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got on the Cross Bronx Expressway, just as the map said to do. I do remember getting behind a tractor and trailer and having trouble seeing the road signs until they were right over my head. At least that's what my story is. <laughs> For what seemed like miles, I drove and drove and drove, still no New Jersey turnpike sign. Should I wake Priscilla? No. <laughs> Should I stop and ask for directions? Uh, what could have gone wrong? Why do I feel so lost? Where are we? The words I so dreaded to hear. David! Priscilla said as she wiped the sleep from her eyes. Where are we? Not knowing what to say or how to say it, I looked at the next road sign and it says, Welcome, you are now entering Boonstown. <laughs> Looks like we're in Boonstown, honey. Stop and get directions right now. Well, in Boonstown, there's not too many places to stop and get directions. So we drove for another 20 minutes. We finally found a gas station where I stopped and asked for help. We finally ended up driving through the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Did you got a picture for me on that? Uh, during the dead of night. This, this shot was taken during the daytime. <laughs> Priscilla never let me live that down. I was totally embarrassed. I was disappointed in myself to have put my family in Naomi. I want to apologize for putting your little infant self in that situation, uh, to put you at risk like that, because I was too proud to stop and ask for help. Never would I ever let myself get so far off the main road before asking for directions. There was a, a gamut of emotions. There was uh, the embarrassment of it. You know, oh man, this is me. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to know where I'm going, you know? Disappointment. It's disappointing when you, you know, you're the head of the family. You know, everybody's looking to you. And you disappoint like that. You come up short. I was angry ticked off. I was frustrated. I'm looking at the map and still nothing is jiving. I admit, I was a little bit scared too. Man, it's dark back there in the Pine Barrens. I mean, you can be driving for 45 minutes to an hour and you don't see no lights. You know, you see a little back road somewhere off this way and off that way. That's it. If something were to happen, who are we going to ask? Who are we going to help? Who's going to help us? Depressed, bewildered, <laughs> it 
If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of John, the Gospel of John 14, beginning at the first verse. John 14, beginning at the first verse. If you don't have your Bibles, of course, we'll have it up on the big screen, but I do recommend that you start bringing your Bibles to church. Uh, otherwise, you've got to take somebody else's word. You know what I'm saying? Can I get an amen? amen? By show of hands, who knows where your Bible is right now? Amen. All rise. And the word of God specifically says this. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. May God add a blessing upon his already blessed word. Thank you. You may be seated. Here we have a story that expresses the same kind of emotional roller coaster that comes from feeling lost and off the main highway of life. As Christians, we can sometimes get lost and off the main highway, which leads to heaven. We struggle. We try to work things out on our own. We let pride stop us from asking for help. And we get caught up in the feeling of being lost. We become embarrassed, disappointed, 
angry, frustrated, scared, depressed, bewildered. Do I have a witness? Is there someone out there who feels as though they have somehow gotten off of the main highway? For some reason, you have been unable to get a hold of your situation. You have driven for what seems like miles and still no road sign that looks familiar. What do I have to do to get back on the right track? You may be asking yourself. Take heart, friends. When we finally come to our senses and pull over and ask for help, the Lord will send someone to you to get you back on the right track. Just like that friendly gas station attendant. Today, I could not find that gas station again ever in life. I don't know even where it is to this day. But he was there that day when I needed him. That heavenly appointed being. Sure, I know the way back to the main road. My heart's still warm thinking about that gentleman. Older guy, small guy, wasn't big in stature at all. But he looked big to me that day. Our sermon text today, our title is it called, Jesus is the Way Home. Jesus is the Way Home. In John 14, verses 1 and 2, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? See, when Priscilla and I set off from New York, we were headed for a place that was already prepared for us, a place we call home. Here, Jesus is comforting his disciples. They were troubled too. Why were they troubled? Because they had just been told that Jesus, their trusted Savior, was going to leave them. In John 7, 34, you will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. So instantly, they became a little Shell shock. What does that mean? You're going and we can't find you and I can't go with you? Wait, wait, wait for me. John 12, 32 and 33. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. Yes, church, the disciples were troubled. They were off of the main highway. John 14, 3 and 4 says this. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Here Jesus is telling the disciples that he will come back for them. Jesus never explained the nature of this prepared place, just that he would be there with them when they arrived. See, the word, I'm using a lot of scripture today. I just want you to know it's scattered all over the place. 
but it all leads back to one road, one way, one measure, one Jesus, one God. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Here we see a picture of the rapture of the church, when Christ will return for his sheep and they will be with him. My prayer today is that we will be with him, that we don't miss that train. Furthermore, in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 17, it says, After that, we who are still alive are left, will be caught up to meet together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. No matter how lost you may be, right now, the Lord has promised to come back. He's going to come back and get you and take you to be with him, to where his people, they're all his people, can live in harmony forever. I heard Deacon, I heard you talking about it's hard to watch the news today. It's a lack of harmony. It's all this disjointedness. It's all this anti-Christ. All the stuff that Christ is avoiding, they're, they're, they're promoting. It's difficult, and we can feel like we're off the main road. Not only that, but in John 14 and 4, it says this. You know the way to the place where I am going. Yes, we all know the way home. Rest assured, you have it within you right now. You do know the way home. I had the map in my hand. Yet somehow I deviated from the course of the map and went my own way. Priscilla asked me the question, do you know the way home? Yes, I did know the way. I just didn't follow the directions. Jesus is the way home. Jesus spent his entire ministry telling the disciples the way. They had the map in their hands. However, they didn't understand. They went their own way. They got lost. John 14, 5 and 6, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You're going to hear other voices out here saying, oh, you can get there this way, or you can take a roundabout that way. If you want to save time and you want to, you know, save some gas, you can go over here. No. Jesus. If it ain't through Jesus, it ain't the way home. Can I get an amen? amen? I said in my heart, Lord, I don't know. I don't know the way home. I'm holding the map here. I, I'm lost. I'm lost. He said to me, yes, you do, David. You have the map right in your hands. Thomas had the map in his hands also. Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? I'm caught up. I'm lost, man. I'm frustrated here. Thus begins the roller coaster, the, the embarrassment, the disappointment, the, the anger, the frustration. I'm scared. I'm depressed. I'm bewildered. 
they would remain bewildered until after the death and resurrection and the advent of the Holy Spirit. They had all the information they needed, but they just couldn't seem to put it all together. You have all the information you need to find your way home. And I'm here to tell you, missing out on church ain't the way. Skipping this and skipping that and not praying and not picking up your Bible, that ain't the way home. I'm giving you directions. You're holding the map. I'm telling you the way. John 14 and 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You can try to find your way back to the main highway on your own all you want. But if you are not traveling through Jesus Christ, you will remain lost. I can't say it no more clear than that. And there could be someone out there, Pastor, who feels a little upset about hearing that. They don't want to hear that. You're here to tell me I got to go through Jesus to get my way home? I'm doing everything in my power to avoid having to go through Jesus. That's a stumbling block. What will my friends say? What will my boss say? What will my husband or wife say? What will my kids say if I start talking about going through Jesus? I'd much rather remain lost and in the Jersey Pine Barrens. I know what I'm talking about because I was there, and it ain't fun. I have any of you ever traveled through the New Jersey Pine Barrens at night? Brother over here said, I did it. I ain't looking to do it again anytime soon either. I'm saying even if you're comfortable with it, even if you do it on a regular basis, it is still uncomfortable to be in the dark that long. You're not used to it. There's nothing else around you. You have to be faced with yourself. <laughs> There's no distraction. This is you and the darkness. No lights, no cars, no sign of life, no fun. Jesus stressed that salvation cannot be obtained any other way. Jesus said it, I believe it. If you want to be saved, you must go through him. There is no other way home. John 14 and 7. If you really know me, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. If you really knew me. How many of us really know Jesus? How many are real comfortable with saying, hey, I got a friend in Jesus. I can talk to him in the noonday. I can talk to him early in the morning. When my friends are all gone, I got a friend. I can talk to my man, Jesus. Is this a question or a rebuke? Do you know me or don't you? That's what he's asking. If you knew me, you would know my father as well. We're the same. We are one. When you see me, you see him. 
John 8, 19. Then they asked him, where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. Herein lies the promise. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. From now on, you do know the way home. Oh, you heard it today. You cannot ever say you don't know the way home. You do not have to be lost anymore. If you are, that's your choice. You do not have to travel here and there trying to find your way. Jesus is the way home. Hallelujah. John 14, 8 and 9. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Is Philip any different from any of us here today? Jesus, just put some more money in my bank account, then I'll, I'll get it. I'll know that you're hearing me and you're listening. I know that you're my friend then. Give me some type of visible display. Show me something, then I'll know. Not necessary. If you see me, then that's all you need. You will, in fact, have also seen the Father. John 1 and 18 says, no one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. John 14, 10 and 11, don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Now, here we go. Here's where the point where we say, why should we believe that Jesus is the only way home? That's the humanness in us. I'm hearing you, Pat. I'm hearing you. I'm, you know, you're giving me some nice scripture, but why should I? He don't know me. He don't know where I live. He don't know what I'm going through. Why should I believe that he is the only way home? Jesus said, well, then believe on my character. In John 14 and 20, on that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Believe on my character if you don't believe in me. And if that ain't enough, believe on my words. John 7 and 16, Jesus answered, My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. He doesn't even take credit. Just believe on the words. And if that ain't enough, believe on the works. John 5 and 36, I have a testimony weightier than that of John. For the works 
that the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I am doing testify that the Father has sent me. My character, my words, my works, look on them and tell me I'm not the way home. I have a testimony weightier than that of John. Jesus is saying, I am the way. I am the way in your faulty relationships. You've gotten off the main highway, but I'm the way in that dead-end job of yours. I'm the way in your sickness. I am the way as you go through your grief. I am the way in your old raggedy bank account. I am the way back to the main highway. Trust me when I say I am the way and the truth and the life. I'm pleading with you. I don't want you to be lost anymore. I want you to come to me. I want you to come home. John 14, 12 and 14. Verily, truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. That's scripture. Greater things than you, Lord? Greater than you? Yes, because the Spirit has come, I have returned to the Father, and the works that I perform through you can be multiplied. For example, you may not need to feed 5,000 like I did, but like Peter, he preached a sermon that converted 3,000 souls. We have television now. We have radio now. We have the internet. You can use your phone and put out a message that could inspire thousands. You have that power. You have that in you right now. You have the map. Use it. Spread the word. Let people know you don't have to be lost anymore. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Trust me, he says, this is your day to be delivered from whatever you're going through. The formula is to ask according to the Lord's will. Ask in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I am the way, he says. John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. You can't get it any more plain than that. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you get me and my family back to the main highway. We're lost in the Jersey Pine Barrens and we want to go home. Answered prayer brings glory to the Father. If I had never been lost, I would never have asked the Lord to get me home. 
Now that I have found my way home, I can share my experience with you. And for what I hear, this word is, is going around the world. He doesn't want anybody to be lost anymore. My experiences has taught me this, to ask the Lord for help in his will and in the name of Jesus. I ask him for everything, all the time, in Jesus' name. I ain't too proud to ask. I ain't too proud to pull over and ask for directions and help. I'm tired of being lost. I don't want to be in the dark no more. Time is moving too quickly for me to be messing around, driving through the Pine Barrens. I know that he both hears me and he answers prayers because he's proven it over and over and over again. The disciples had gone through the full gamut of emotions, the embarrassment, the disappointment, the anger, the frustration. They were scared, they were depressed, and they were bewildered. All because they got off the main highway. I too had gotten off the main highway. I needed help, Pastor. My family needed help. We had to pull over, and we had to ask for directions. You may be faced with a situation that has caused you to feel lost and on an emotional roller coaster right now. We want to meet you right where you are. I'm a right now God. I'm not a maybe God. I'm literal. You need not try any longer to write yourself. You have all the information you need. You have the road map. Home is closer than you think. Take a moment within yourself, pull over to the side of the road. Pull over to the side of the road. Know that Jesus is the way home. Ask according to his will, to bring you back to the main highway of any situation you may be going through. I give, Lord. I admit it. I got off track. Get me back on track, Lord, with my son, with my daughter, with my husband, with my wife, with my job, with my church. Get me back on track with my brother, with my sister, with my father, with my daughter. Get me back on track. Ask anything to, according to his will. Know that God hears you. That's the real mm in this story. Know that he hears you. He's not some fictitious character. You know, it takes a, a moment when you start to realize this ain't Santa Claus. This ain't the Easter Bunny. This is real, man. Somebody woke me up this morning. It wasn't my alarm clock. Because if I don't have the breath of life, that alarm clock is still ringing and I ain't moving. Somebody put their hands on me today and they want something from me. They earn the right to ask me for something. And if you know that he hears you, whatever you ask, you know that you have what you asked of him. 
your way will be made plain. You will come out of the dark pine barrens of your life. The distant lights of home will begin to come into your focus. And when you've been lost and you see the lights of home off in the distance, that's a wonderful feeling. My God, my God. You look so, you're like so many others before you. Come to the knowledge that Jesus is the way home. May God bless you. May heaven smile. Well, we've gone through some dark places in our life. And we've tried to get things straight. But now we've been thrown a lifeline. Now we've been given a second chance to make things right. And we know it comes through Jesus. These men standing here today represent the outflow, the hand. Oh, God. Oh, they're men. But they're believers. Please all rise. This may be the day that you decide, I want to get back on the main highway. And one way to do it is to get a church home. Come forward. Don't hesitate. Pulled over to the side of the road. Now it's time to get back onto the main highway. Come on home. Home is the place where you want to be. Well, you may have acknowledged that you need the Lord, but somehow just it hasn't clicked. And you want to rejuvenate and get yourself back into the fold. Come forward. It's an outward show of an inward emotion, an inward feeling. We want you to be saved. We want you to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Let nothing hold you back. Don't worry about what the world says. They ain't going to be there for you when you're lost in the pine barrens. You want somebody that can get you home. Commit your life to the Lord. It's the best thing you could ever do. And when all is said and done, there's no more left to be said. We pray that God, the author and finisher of our faith, the one that created the heavens and the earth, rest for and abide in your heart and in your mind, giving you a peace that perhaps you've never felt before. A hope of glory and a glimmer of the lights of home. Right now, let him overflow. And until we meet again, may this same God bless and keep you and give you joy beyond measure. It's in the name of Jesus we all come together with one voice and say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Come on, let's.
Let's thank the Lord for Reverend Jackson and blessing us on this day, breaking for us the bread of life. Amen. There is no other way but through Jesus Christ. Listen, we thank each of you for sharing with us today. Those who are watching by live stream, we thank God for you. Uh, we're asking uh, through our Christ and Cultural Humility uh, program uh, to stay with us after uh, service. We uh, have a light lunch uh, for you. We invite and encourage you uh, to join us in the fellowship hall and uh, we'll uh, assign you certain rooms there but please stay with us just take a few minutes amen and, and, and join with us for today and a reminder on next Sunday our entire congregation is going to meet at Doolstown Presbyterian Church at 10 30 a.m. services starting right promptly Amen, 10.30 a.m. So uh, I look forward to seeing you there, and I look forward for you joining us after service today. So just grab somebody by the hand and just say, I love you. Amen. Amen. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you.